Hello, and welcome to the Aging Ain't for Sissies podcast. My name is Marcy Backus, and I am your host. Today's episode is going to be a little different. I was out on vacation and had last week's episode, which I love, talking to your elderly loved ones. I think going into the holidays, that was the perfect episode. I had a great vacation. I was off in California visiting friends and family. Had a wonderful time. Visited my happy place, which is Disneyland. Anybody that knows me knows I love Disneyland. So that was great. But on my return home, I did end up in the hospital for a few days. So that's going to color how this episode goes. When we talk about aging ain't for sissies, it's really not. You never know what's going to affect you, put you in the hospital, land you with medical bills that you may not be expecting. If you're lucky, I am very lucky. I have great insurance and have had great insurance for a long time. But for a lot of seniors, that isn't always the case. So for me, about a month ago, I took a bad fall here in Chicago and ended up with some stitches. And unfortunately, I am prone to infection and did end up with a bad infection in my left arm, which we thought was under control. And when I came home from my wonderful vacation, it wasn't under control. And I ended up in the emergency room and then the hospital for a couple of days. It's important to take care of ourselves and listen to our bodies. I knew right away that things weren't right a couple days before I came home. But I also knew that I was on antibiotics and that I could wait a few days to get back to the medical system that I have now become familiar with here in Chicago. Very lucky to have Northwestern right across the street from my home. Well, a block and a half, but in the city, that's like right across the street. And it is a wonderful facility and have taken great care of me since I've moved here to Chicago. But a lot of times we don't listen to our bodies. We put things off. And I was struck by the young lady that did my intake And she was listening to what was going on with me. And she says, I'm really glad that you're here right now. She says a lot of people wait so long that it is a becomes a much bigger deal than mine was. And I thought, you know, that is something that as elderly and as we get older, we tend to put off. Nobody likes going to the doctor. Nobody likes the bills. But it is important to listen to your body and to take care of it. And I am very passionate about that with myself. I have issues, so I want them taken care of all the time. And I really hope that all of you out there listening, whether you're one of my younger listeners or one of my older listeners, it is important when you have a problem to get to the doctor, because I'm going to tell you it's no different than the check engine light on your car. It doesn't get better it only gets worse. And if you're worried about bills and medical costs, they're going to only get higher if you put things off. Sometimes it can be taken care of by a, a medicine or something very simple instead of waiting until it's something big. So I'm asking you, that was my phone, which I'm going to turn off. Take care of yourself. Listen to yourself. I have put off taking care of myself too long. It's time to get back on that horse and get exercising and eating correctly. I will tell you, moving to Chicago, my eating correctly has gone 
down the tubes. I am enjoying all of the great food here and it's time to enjoy it occasionally, but not quite as often as I have been. And if that's something that you've been putting off, I challenge you before the new year to get back on that exercise wagon and start out slow, start out with something you enjoy, make better eating choices, all those things. They're very important. They're more important than ever as we age. So I did not have the time with all that went on with me to create a new show for you this week. I like to put in time. I like to research things and have things for you that are correct. And I didn't have time for that. So what I've decided to do is coming up next, you're going to hear my interview with Nita Wenrick, the Medicare diva. And the reason I've chosen that episode to redo is because next week I'm going to have another interview with Nita that stems from our Medicare interview. And it's going to be the ABCDEFGHIJKLMNOPs of Medicare. Because as we know, do you have part A, do you have part B, do you have part C, D, E, F? It gets so confusing. So um, the following week, Nita and I are going to break it down make it understandable, answer any of your questions. And I hope by the time we're done with the second interview, you will have a clear indication of Medicare and what it's all about. So with no, I can't even get my words out today. Hang on. Coming up next is my great interview with Nita. All right. Well, everybody, I want to introduce you to Nita Wenrick, the Medicare diva. This is someone who I know very well um, personally and also helped um, when Craig was going to get Medicare and walk us through the process. And she has great information and we've got some great questions for her today. So welcome, Nita. Hello. Thanks to be here. (laughs) Um, we're glad to have you and we're excited. Medicare is kind of a confusing issue for a lot of people. And especially when you have to deal with the government, <laughs> nothing is easy and nothing is fast. So let's get right into it. Um, my first question for you today would be what exactly is Medicare? So Medicare is a federal program that was begun in 1965 by Lyndon Johnson uh, to help seniors um, to get good medical care. And so it's been changing ever since then. Every year it changed a little bit. Basically, it's for people 65 and older. We're going to talk about that a little bit more. But yeah, it is a federal program and we pay into that. You know, you look on your pay stub for all those years and you see that you're paying a little bit into Medicare every time, you know, you get a paycheck. So that's where the a lot of the funding comes from, from those Medicare fees that we pay. Yeah, and I noticed even when I worked for the city of Irvine and I was paying into CalPERS and and a different um, social security type funding, they still were taking out for Medicare. So that no matter where you're working, that is something I noticed that they were still taking out. Who who is eligible for Medicare? Who are the people that can, can reap the benefits? 
So basically it's for um, people that are 65 and older that have paid into social security uh, for at least 40 quarters, which is about 10 years. Um, there you can buy into Medicare. Uh, it's very expensive and I don't recommend it, but for the most part, most Americans have paid enough, you know, that 10 quarter or 40 quarters to be able to get Medicare at age 65. However, if you, there's several ways you can get it before 65. Okay. Um, if you have um, uh, been on a disability for two years, for 24 months, then you can, are eligible for Medicare at any age. If you have um, Lou Gehrig's disease, ALS, um, you are eligible at any age. And if you have end-stage renal disease at any age, you're eligible for Medicare. So... Yeah. Okay. So, um, and this is kind of goes along with that because you, when you're saying working 40 quarters, um, I was kind of curious about that myself. So what I did is I went ahead and logged myself into Medicare. You can get your account at any age, right. And kind of see what's right. going on. They do send out all these things during the years, but if you want to really get into it, you can log in and get your own account through Medicare. And you can see if you've, if you've worked the 40, you know, I, I, I worked and then I had kids and then, you know, so I was kind of curious if I had met the the goal, but I, I had, um, yeah. and I noticed that there's a lot of information on their website, for um, people to kind of know where they're at and and that type of thing. I've had some people that worked maybe just under that 40 quarters. So they take a job at like Walmart or something just to get another quarter or two quarters in. So they'll be eligible. See, that's smart. So keeping an eye on that and looking at that. And I think a lot of people that ended up, you know, staying home with their kids and things may have that question, um, especially if they didn't go back to work after their kids um, were older. So it's a great place to find that information is on the Medicare website. Um, Here's is yeah just let me interrupt for a second sure is if you did not pay that 40 quarters but you're married you can file on your spouse's social security okay. so you can still get medicare if you you know have that situation so oh, that's, that's yeah, that, well that's good to know it's always good to know there's ways um here's a, the best question is medicare free <laughs> <laughs> well, the answer is yes and no. So the way it works is there are two basic parts to Medicare. There's part A, which is hospitalization, that's inpatient, and part B, which is anything outpatient, doctors, labs, x-rays, anything like that is under part B. So if you've worked that 40 quarters, um, then you get part A for free. It doesn't cost you anything. Um, as long as you are a U.S. citizen, you've been in the country at least five years, you know, that that has to be in place as well. So that's free. And then part B, you enroll in when you need it. And that's a whole different discussion. But when you need part B, you enroll in that. And there is a premium that is a, uh, attached to that. This year, it's a hun- starts at one hundred and seventy dollars and ten cents, and then there, but it can go up from there depending on your income. It is income specific, so you know you could end up paying as much as five hundred and fifty dollars a month for your Part B, depending on what you're. I mean, if you're making over 
I think it's $750,000 a year. Okay. <laughs> you know, then you're going to pay more. Um, but still, even if you're paying 500 for that and, you know, another couple hundred for the rest of your Medicare, you're still looking at, you know, seven, $800 a month for really good health care. And, you know, you can't get that anyplace else other than Medicare. So it does all work out, but generally it's about $170 a month. It does go up every year. So we're waiting to see how much it's going to go up for 2023. I, I do like the 10 cents, $170 and 10 cents. I know they can't. And it's all that way. It's all <laughs> 58 cents. It's like, just round it up. Yeah. <laughs> round it up or round it down, but round it somewhere <laughs> because that it's it, like so funny yeah. to me. 10 cents. Okay. I know. I know. But anyway, <laughs> so that's yes. And then, and then that gives you part or that gives you original Medicare. And from right. there, you're going to talk with an agent about, do you want a Medigap plan? Do you want which you have to have a drug plan to go with. Do you want an advantage plan with the HMO plans? Because part Medicare by itself, what we call original Medicare, um, part A and B, it covers 80% of your you know, medical. And so if you've got 20%, you can end up with huge bills and there's no need for that. There's ways to, to alleviate that. So yeah, I think I maybe we'll recommend. do, maybe we'll do another interview and we'll go over exactly. That seems to be some of the biggest questions, but I think it needs its own episode yeah, to be honest. Right. Um, a lot of people are, I I'm confused by part C, D, E, F, G, you know, the alphabet. And, and literally I do know from our own experience that that gap coverage doesn't have to cost a lot, but no. will save you a lot. So yeah. I, I think for sure we'll do another episode directly on what each thing is and how it works, because I think Sounds people great. will have that question for sure. Um, can people sign up for Medicare anytime during the year? Just willy nilly? <laughs> well, the way it usually works is, is if you're aging into Medicare at 65 or, you know, or are, um, um, leaving an employer plan, then you can, you have certain amount of time. And again, we'd go over that another time to be able to sign up for Medicare. So that could be any time during the year. Um, there are um, what we call special election periods. So somebody that's diagnosed with a chronic illness, they've moved like you guys just recently did. Yes. Um, or they've um, uh, um, gone on or off Medicaid. So there's several different what we call special election periods. Right now in California, we've got these weird inclement weather special election periods and it, there's always something strange. Inclement so, weather? Yeah. It's <laughs> okay. from FEMA it's through FEMA. We can we can do stuff that we can't normally do this time of year. Um but there generally it's around your birthday or leaving employer plan or during annual enrollment, which are coming up to here in October. So, but um, there are ways to figure it out and, you know, get people in. So we want to make sure that they get in when they need it and don't get any penalties. So, right. So let's say you're, I'm turning 65. I'm not by the way, but <laughs> I will be at some point. Is there like a window before my 65th birthday, I should start poking around and, and getting yeah. things ready. Yes. Yeah, so I like to talk to people about four or five months out from their 65th birthday or retirement, either one. Um, and for your 65th birthday, it's your birth month, three months before and three months after. You've got that window to enroll in Medicare and sign up for a plan without any penalties. Okay. So you, they've, you've got a seven month window. And trust me, there are people that wait till the last day <laughs> to get it you done. You know what? And people out there that are listening, do not do that and do not accrue a penalty. 
it's it's just not necessary. It's it's money that um, most of us don't have or don't want to spend. I'd rather spend it on a vacation than a Medicare yeah. penalty. Yeah. So and it stays with you for the rest of your life. So oh, it will yeah. never go away. Nobody wants a penalty that stays with you for the rest of your life. It's like <laughs> on your permanent record. I don't need <laughs> exactly. anything on my permanent record. <laughs> you know. Um, so then, so you you choose a plan. Am I stuck with this plan forever? Is this plan going to live with me for my? Is it going to be my penalty for the rest of my yeah. life if I don't like no. it? No, no. I, I mean, there are during the year, there can be times to change plans. Um, when you first age into Medicare, you've got a whole year to decide which plan you want. So if you went on an advantage plan, which is HMO plan, and you decided you didn't like that, within that year, we can switch you to a supplement, a Medigap plan, without any penalties or underwriting or anything. Um, and then uh, there's some other times during the year where you can change, but yeah, at the very least you can change once a year, which is in the annual enrollment in the fall. So you're never stuck with one plan. I have people tell me that all the time. I don't want to be stuck. Like, no, it's just like anytime be. you insure, you choose insurance with your company. Yeah. You may have to stay with it for the year, but when open enrollment comes again yeah. or for you and a company, you can look at it and, and change. And I mean, Craig and I just recently did that. We had to choose insurance for his job as well as we had to let go of Medicare, which we were able to do keeping part a letting go of part B and filling out all the forms that you gave me. And, <laughs> yes. um, and then they let you know what's going to be expected of you to re-sign up. And it's very important to pay attention to that, to listen to that and keep all of your paperwork um, in order because they're going to want some information again. But we were able to go with our our company's um, insurance and um, I chose a plan. I chose the cheapest plan and I thought, we'll try that out. See if it works. If we're not happy and we happen to be happy, but um, I've, I've kept everything. So when we have to go back to Medicare again, we have all of that. Um, so then that begs a question is if, if I'm still working, do I have to sign up for Medicare? The basic answer is no. It depends on the company. If it's under 20 employees, then yes, you're going to have to go on to Medicare when you turn 65. But And then some larger companies want you to enroll in Medicare because they use Medicare along with their you know, supplemental mm-hmm. uh, insurance. But as far as the Medicare side, um, no. If you have a plan that you really like and it's not costing anything or you have dependents on that plan and you need to stay on that plan because right. of your dependents, as long as you have what we call creditable coverage, which means it's at least as good as Medicare. So say you have, well, you know, one of the big three Medicare or, um, you know, um, companies, then you're going to be good. And and you do not have to sign up because um, there's no point in signing up and paying that Part B premium if you don't need it. And uh, you will not be penalized uh, because you have creditable coverage. You you have 63 days after you leave the employer plan to sign up um, with the Medicare, to enroll in Medicare and sign up without occurring penalties. So you even have a little window there. But yeah, there's no reason to sign up for it if you, if you don't need it. And so... Yeah, you can stay where you are. Okay, that's that's always good to know. Um, I the next question is is you you do this as a living? Tell us a little bit about what you do as a living, and do we have to come to someone like you, or does it cost us money to come to someone like you? How does that all work? Because you were awesome with us. 
Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. So I'm a Medicare licensed Medicare licensed insurance agent who works with Medicare. I do not work for Medicare. I work with Medicare and I'm licensed in five states, uh, not Illinois, unfortunately, but I'm licensed in California, Arizona, Nevada, Idaho, and I missed one. <laughs> California. Oregon, Idaho, Nevada, and Arizona. And so what I do, which there's lots of agents that do the same thing I do. And what we will do, we we help, we walk you through the process of enrolling in Medicare, and then we help find the best plan for you in your area to fit your needs and to fit your budget. And, you know, plans in Southern California, where I am, are very different than plans in Idaho or Oregon. Um, so you can't, you know, to, please don't call an 800 number because it's just not, they're, they're going to give you the basics. So find an agent and we, we cannot charge you a fee. We would, we are mandated to not charge you a fee. Um, we okay. are licensed insurance agents, so it will not cost you anything. It's like working with a travel agent. It won't cost you extra to work with us, but very often we can find the better plans for you because we are Right now, we're going through all of our trainings as to what's new for 2023. So we're, you know, have all the information, how the plans are changing. And there's some really good things coming for 2023. Uh, Medicare itself not is not changing, but the plans are evolving into better and better plans every year. So please work with an agent, find someone, um, you know, if you, you don't know an agent in your area, you mm-hmm. can get a hold of me. And I, I know people all over the country that can help you. So um, yeah, I'm happy to, to refer you, but yes, please look, please find an agent. Oh, because 800 I, numbers, not good. <laughs> yeah, no. And I think, I think that I like the, um, the way you put it towards like a travel agent, they don't charge you anything, but they do know things. They help you um, figure things out. And I think you're definitely like that. That's you've got all the inside scoop. And why wouldn't you ask an expert when you're doing something that is such, you know, medical care is as, as we age, this is the most important thing is getting well taken care of and, and, and trying to do that through guesswork, which is basically what you're doing when you're poking around, trying to figure it out. Um, having someone like you is so helpful. And with that, I want to say that on um, my website, um, www.agingaitforsissiespodcast.com, there's a resource page and you'll find Nita's information on that resource page right now. And if she can't help you, I know she can find someone. I know that the states that you mentioned are, are the states where I know a lot of my friends and people are that are listening to the podcast. So um, I've got people in Arizona and Oregon and California. So, um, you know, definitely when it comes time, check with Nita, keep that number close by. I know I'll have her several more times on this podcast because her her information about us aging, aging sissies <laughs> is, is yeah, immense. And yeah. um, um, I, I know we've got some more things to come up with. So I do want to thank you for your time today, Nita, and answering all of my questions about Medicare. I certainly appreciate it. And I look forward to talking to you again soon. So thank, thank you, you so much. Me. Thank you. Bye. You're welcome. Well, today's senior scoop is um, regarding Medicare.
So you should have received in your mail your Medicare and You 2023, the official U.S. government Medicare handbook. I think this is something just to keep. It has great, it's analog. You can touch it, you can feel it, you can read it. You don't have to look it up online. And I know for a lot of people, it gets really frustrating trying to find everything online. To me, this is like having the good old fashioned telephone book. When you needed a number, you just looked it up in the telephone book. So I would keep this at hand when you have questions about your Medicare. It's a great resource. You can look it up. You can find your answers here a lot easier sometimes. That has a great, um, actually in the front, it has a a really good um, index of topics. So if you have a topic, if you want to know about eyeglasses, if you want to know about a glaucoma test, if you want to know about, um, well, the Railroad Retirement Board, um, screenings, your service area, original Medicare, orthotic items. There's all kinds of things in here and it gives you a good tip of your finger resource. So today's senior moment is brought to you by Medicare and you. Actually not. I have no sponsors, but it sounded good, didn't it? Anyways, I would like to thank you again for listening. Next week episode is going to be Medicare, A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, L, M, N, O, P. And we will get some information from Nita regarding that. Again, my website is www.agingapeforsissiespodcast.com. You can always find my episodes there, links to anything I've talked about. It's a great resource. Please check it out. Share it with your friends so they can listen to episodes. If you're on Instagram, I am also on Instagram. You can find me there, Twitter, Facebook. There's a Facebook group, Aging Ain't for Sissies. Join that and you get the latest updates. And I always share the latest episode there. You can find me where most podcasts are found, Spotify, several of the other ones. I'm still waiting on Apple to accept my podcast and then you'll be able to get it through the Apple podcast system. But you don't need to have a phone. You can listen right on your computer. Go to my website. You can click on the episode. You don't need anything fancy. You can just sit and listen, plug your headphones into your computer and listen along with everybody else. If you have any questions or if you have a topic you want me to talk on and find information out about or interview on, please email me at agingfast, the number one, at gmail.com. Agingfast, the number one, at gmail.com. I thank you for listening, and remember, aging ain't for sissies. <laughs>